Legend Gents. You'll be with Adrianosaurus on the coach of Rapanorama. That's round six in the books. And what a great Monday night game. The Tigers, they get over the line for their first win of the season. Hastings, the hero with the field goal. Look, the round we've just had will come down to what a lot of the rounds have come down to over the course of these first um, rounds, and that is Captain Choices. You know, if you were one of those people, we're all waiting for Cleary, weren't we, with that big 200B to come down in price, but some people already owned Cleary, some people still brought Cleary in this week in you know, for those early rounds, the people who owned him were hoping that he would go big and, you know, warrant the early trade on him before he'd um, played his initial games. Um, but look, it paid off in this, you know, game before price rise where he's gone the big 150. Um, all I'll say is that unicorns are back in. <laughs> They're back in business for Cleary. Um, but look, it's a great score and that could be the difference this week between green arrows for you and red arrows. It was a nice spread of captains this week, I think. And, you know, I, I think some of them did better than others, but not by much. Um, the big outlier will be the one that went the big 100. I know some people went cook uh, and obviously, you know, the Cleary ones. I'm going to have a guest on the program tonight we're going to go through the good the bad and the ugly and we'll answer some viewer questions i've put it out on the socials tonight um to send in your questions we do obviously have some questions in there we know that teddy's not really setting the world alight you see what cleary does this week so you may want to talk about whether you can bring him in some of these cows are fattening up and do you get rid of them we'll we'll answer some questions with our guests so you'll hear from them next Welcome to the show, my guest tonight, the wonderful friend of the Adrianosaurus show and the BJ on Game Day show, Klim. Welcome. Thanks for having me on, Ado. It's a pleasure. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy talking to Supercoach with you. We haven't had a chance to check in season proper. Um, how are you traveling so far this year in overall rank? Yeah, well, started off good at the beginning, took a tumble, and I'm currently now in 19,000. So. Well, yeah, hopefully you can make up uh, some ground in the coming weeks. Um, how's your round gone this, this week so far? Yeah, it's, it's been all right. I captain Teddy, so could be better, but I'm happy with a 1100 score. Yeah, I, I'm 1121. Um, that's got me winning eight out of 10 of my um, leagues. Just not the BJM game day one this week, <laughs> unfortunately, but um you know, I think that's probably going to be sort of around par. I think if you, you know, I've seen some scores as high as 1300s, but all those people had Cleary and there was a nice spread of captains this week. Um, we'll start the program with that. Um, captains was a nice spread this week and the difference between the captains wasn't huge. You know, you were a Teddy for 57 and I was a Guth, um, uh, a Dill, Dill Bags for, for 69. So captains is proving to be, if you can nail that captain that goes the big 100, it's the difference between shooting up the ladder and when you go pile, you know, I'm going to probably see a green arrow or two this week. And if you just bomb and get like one of these twenties and thirties, you can see your red arrows. Unfortunately, um, you know, there was, well, I mean, I don't think there was anything terrible in captains outside of Heinz this week, but we'll have a look at it. Um, there was 14.1% the top captain of the week um, was Moses fish with a 71. I think you can handle that um, as far as captains go. Um, Paps was 14.1. 
He finished with a 67, had that ankle injury. Hines was a 12.4. That'll be disappointing. I don't know why anyone would have captained Hines in that game. It seems bizarre. Uh, 35 points. Teddy, 10.1% captained him for a 57. Cleary, he was 3.5% captain, 1.7% VCD. I mean, you, I guarantee you they all looped. So we were just over 5%. So 5% of the people playing today, I got a nice 151 and a 300 as captain. They're the people I'm seeing with a 1300 this week. Uh, IPAP, he was 4% owned, uh, captain, sorry, um, 85 points. Nice, safe captain. Um, Grant was another one, those safe sort of captains, 5.4% for 86. People were keen on May. I VC'd May 67. I captained Dillbags for a 69. Gutho. Uh, 2.2 percent with the 56 so there was a lot of 50 60 70 in there and i think the outlier is going to be cleary I, I and cook i've seen a, you know not heaps of cooks but he was vc'd pretty reasonably well and people who sort of vc looped cook or captain cook will um, probably see some nice green arrows i think 1100 is probably par this week 11 11 50 what do you think about that yeah um well i mean firstly off to cook I think Kando bought him in this week and he ran Cook and Grant. So he's probably going to shoot up the ranks. Yeah. I mean, nice move. I mean, I, I, I think about that, um, you know, early rounds, whether going the du- double gun hookers and I definitely were out of the two, I was choosing Grant, but with the run that was, you know, ahead of the, the Chooks of, I mean, ahead of the um, Rabbitohs, I've loved what I've seen from um, Cookie uh, and he's pr- proving, you know, to, to be a great well, he's probably getting out of people's price range, but it was a great move to bring him in. And I think if those are your two hookers, the double gun hooker strategy is not the worst this year. Yeah, it seems he's also got his running game back under Demetrio, which has always been a threat with him. So it's, it's good to see. Yeah, and he's, you know, he's one of those, they've lost a really mature head in the team. So I think he's just taken a bit more on his shoulders. He looks sensational. Great. Um, you know, I think if you've got Grant or Cook, you're in really good shape. But if you've got them both, well done to you. Um, the talking points for uh, the round, I covered my score. I didn't make any trades this week because I've been trading pretty heavily. Um I will probably trade next week. My early thoughts, uh, and you can let me know what you think of this. Um, look, I'm thinking Teddy is out. I'm just not feeling him this year. I stood strong to a point and just said, look, he's got to be able to clean up this week. And I'm surprised. I mean, he was 10% captain, but everyone, he to me, he looked like the strongest captain option on paper this week. But I mean, the Chooks just look a little bit um, average to me in attack. Yeah, well, everyone's been saying, you know, it's, Teddy, Teddy's due, Teddy's due, but yeah, I agree. I think Teddy's a, a sell, probably down to a Taff. Yeah, I mean, you can either go down to Taff. Um, for me, I will, because Taff's only played the one, or hasn't he? Or, or, or So we've got a couple of weeks. Uh, this second game. Yeah, I, I can't get him because I can't make the money work in my two trades, but I'm thinking of Teddy down uh, and bringing Hines down for a week. Um, and that way I can get the funds I need to get Cleary in, just do it right away. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll I'll aim for Taff maybe as a downgrade next week, you know, from another player. But oh, I'm going to be pretty rock solid on that, getting rid of Teddy and getting um, – I mean, Hines will stay in my halfback position, but obviously that'll become Taff, you know, next week. Uh, it, you know, people are going to still stick strong, I think, and say that Teddy's, uh, you know, one of those ones that you should stick with because he's a premium He's starting to bleed cash, and I think after this week, we can resoundingly say that Cleary 
<laughs> has warmed up. I mean, I did say at the top of the show, um, I think he got some nice old unicorns in there this week, but 151, he's back. And, and it was those people who went early on him were probably saying we've made a mistake here going early on him because he's going to lose all that money. He's not going to lose a lot. He'll be about 900K. Yeah, well, that's the, the risk you got to gamble. It's been risk and reward. You either copper cash loss and take the points or you um, get the cash and copper point of loss. So, yeah, and 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 they will be very relieved those people because it's been a couple of fifties and then at his price point, and then he's gone and bang out this big one, which is huge. I just think the four gun halves is a really good way to go this year. I'm going to try to get that. And you know, this is I, I think that at this point in time, if you don't call Teddy now, you res, you you're essentially reserving the fact that you're gonna hold him and you're gonna play him, you know, for the rest of the year, or at least for the foreseeable future. And he could drop down into the low fives, you know. We're seeing um poor old Cody Walker's gonna be in the four hundreds after this week. So he's got some money and he's gonna lose it, I think, if he doesn't pull pull a big one out. Uh, Cleary, he escapes suspension for his tackle. And I was kind of laughing to myself like, oh, those people that went early, you got your 150, but he's going to at least have two weeks here for that tackle on Billy Walters. What's your thoughts on that? I think it's rubbish. I think he should be at least a week or two in there. And if I was putting down money and I saw that tackle, I would have bet someone $1,000 that he won't get suspended. But if it was any other player in the game, you know, Flegler did it. I would say, I'll bet you $1,000 he does get suspended. Is he a protected species? Yeah, probably he is. I mean, whoever's on the committee has probably got him in their super coach team and they're just trying to get another week out of him. (laughs) Mate. So, look, I I don't know. He's there and we can just argue about that with other people who think that it was nothing much in it. But I thought it was dangerous and I think that they've got to be a minimum two weeks you know, it's not um, old mate from St. George who had some form, so it doesn't need to be kind of that big. But I think that that's got to be a minimum two weeks. It was very dangerous, even if it was accidentally dangerous. But those Cleary owners get to, you know, they have a sigh of relief. You've still got him in your team. Um, that's really all I wanted to talk about. I was away. I went to Canberra um, and I went to the live game with Brent. From BJ on game day, we had a nice time at the game. It was good fun. I, I had my first drinks that I'd had in over 250 days. So Ada was on the source and it was pretty fun. But obviously the Raiders, the faders, oh, they ruined it for me. Um, that's the game we'll kick off for the good, bad and ugly. I'll go. I might as well go because it's my team. Um, the, the Raiders went down 12 points to the Cows 18. My good was Lolo. Um, 25.7% owned for Lolo. It was an 86. I think he's warming up. He's dual now. Um, and he plays 13. It's gone 53, 56, 59. So a bit of meat and potatoes. And he started to warm up in the last few weeks, 68, 63. And then this 86, is he still an option for teams? Uh, now he's going to play round 13. He's got the nice jewel. He's still pretty affordable. I know it's not 400K, but um, he gets my good this week. Do you have any interest in Lolo? Yep, I have Lolo. Um, I've had him since the beginning of the chat that he may be moved into prop. So the duality that he got was amazing. Um, yeah, he's been on a, on a tear so far. He's been, you know, averaging close to what, around 60. Now with the uh, 86 in the score, it's it's higher than that. I think the weather favors him. You know, he plays better in the in the colder climates, mm. and he's just slowly getting to 
to the old Lolo that we all loved. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, I don't know if he's going to 80s it every week, but I can see him probably getting high 60s, maybe early 70s as an average. And I think in the front row, that's quite acceptable. Um, some honourable mentions in there. Val Holmes, 3% owned, or 3 and something, 3 and change owned, 92. He is, really seems to have taken to centre wing pretty well, or to centre, sorry. for what well, There's uh, someone in a group I was in was like, don't call it centre wing. It's wingers as well. Okay. You loser. Just, you know what I mean? Uh, Val's taken to center pretty well, I think. Um, uh, so yeah, he finished with a 92. I can't even understand my writing in here. Lukey, um, starting off the bench early, early doors in the season, but he looks like he's got some about him, probably more consistent and better base than Nanai. Um, finished with a 90. Uh, and Starling, 5% people, these are the scores they wanted from Starling, um, 83. I don't think he's going to get those consistently, but those are my honorable mentions from the game. The bad was Whiten, 12.8% uh, owned. So oh, he's higher. He's got a higher ownership than I expected. Um, he's been pretty good this year, 73, 56, 62, 70. This was his worst score of the year and as a Raiders fan live at the game it was his worst game of the year um I really it surprises me people obviously when he as a pod and I don't know if you're getting scores out of him that are worth you know the, the the heart palpitations watching the Raiders and how they're playing this year so I had no uglies in there because there wasn't any poor scoring for super coach purposes that's the Raiders versus the Cows. It was a good event because I got to enjoy it with Brent, but the Raiders are shit. Now we got the uh, Penrith Panthers next week, so it <laughs> doesn't get any better for us. Um, the Rabbitohs, they got the job done against the Dogs, 36 to 16. You got a good, bad, and ugly for me? Yep, we'll start off with the good. Damien Cook, he's back running game, you know, to tore apart the doggies. Another one, uh, Alex Johnson, he's back. They've been feeding him now. Last week was a nightmare to watch mm. with him. Um, Murray's been solid. And I also like um, Taffy, got a 62 goal kicking as well. So with that um, soft draw coming up, should be a, a target. Yeah, I mean, that's well, you and I obviously think the same because Cook was my good and they were all three of my honourable mentions. I, look, you know, you don't put a 62 in there, but at that price, it's not a bad score and it should give people confidence to bring him into their teams. Um, you're bad. Cody Walker. Like, yep. we, we thought he was going to tear it up, and these two weeks have been pretty average for Cody. Um, what's good is he's going to be in the 400 soon, so he might be an uh, option. Yeah. It just depends on how he gets in form. Yeah, you mean you, you, you might be able to go down from Schneider. <laughs> To Cody Walker. Yep. It's insane. Um, he's yep. had a rough old year. He, he's going to be in the 400Ks after this week. 27, 17, 59, 51, 10, and 44. The question is, is do you even want him? Do you think he's going to turn the corner? Um, you know, it was a 44 this week, which is better. You know, last week it was a 10. He's got a 59 and 51. I mean, I don't even know. He's just not showing anything that makes you want to own him, but you think on his pedigree in the 400s, he'd be worth a tickle. Yeah, if he gets cheap enough, and maybe, but yeah, on the watch list. Uh, ugly? Ugly will probably be Ilias. Um, 25, you know, we expected him to take over Reynolds' position and, you know, be more vocal in the attack. But um, yeah, it's been disappointing so far. 
Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I've I've got a note there. Is he a bit of a dud for Supercoach? You know, Schneider's got a Supercoach-friendly game, and so he's been a pretty good cheapie. I think with Ilias, he just doesn't seem to have the Supercoach-friendly game. That doesn't mean that he won't get it as he goes on, but at the moment... Oh, I mean, he's he's a bit of a liability in your 17s. You can't play him in your 17. You get like um, uplifted. He got a 55 in there, and I've played him the two times after for a 39 and a 25. If you do keep him and you hope that he sort of starts up again for scoring, you just don't play him in your 17, even though the drawer is soft because he just doesn't look like he's got that super coach friendly game. Uh, yeah, that, we had exactly the same in all of that. Um, on to the next game, the Panthers versus the Broncos. It was a 40 to 12. My good was Cleary, 7.4%. I mean, if you get some of this action and it's 7.4%, you bloody well enjoy it. You enjoy it, you super coaches out there, you 7.4%. 151%, he's warmed up. I said on last week's podcast that I, I liked what I saw in that game, even though did, there wasn't super coach points uh, for him last week, you know, not huge points. Uh, he was putting the shoulder into those tackles and he looked like he was up for the challenge. So I knew this kind of game was coming. Um, it's 34, 57, 151. He has the Raiders next week at home again for the uh, for the Panthers. So oh, do you get Cleary next week? He's going to be 900K. It's not going to be a, a cheap buy for you because of this big 150. We saw the 200 BE. We were like, oh, maybe we'll get him 100 and something K cheaper, it's going to be a lot more expensive than we thought. So do you jump? Do you, is he a must-have? You've got to grab him now. Yeah, well, it's a bit of an arm and ass situation with Origin coming around the corner. Ideally, you'd want him to have to have him in your team, but, you know, with Origin, they do like to give him a rest, you know, get the body working. It is a risk, but, you know, that's, that's the game of Supercoach. It's risk over the world. Yeah, it is. And I think he's one of you. Know, we've got just sheer scoring power out of players. There's not many like him. So each week he could turn up. He's a captain option every week. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to bring him in because I have FOMO. I'm not going to, I'm not going to not have him. And I'm, I'm running Teddy thinking he's a premium captain option and he's not that. So I'm going to make them, I've got to make the move because I'm not going to watch people, you know, I'm not going to watch people captaining te- uh, Cleary every week and getting 300 points as captain. Um, Staggs was also a good for me. He is, I can't understand my writing again, 19.9% owned. So he's still relatively well owned. A lot of people did jump off. He's one of these two bastards this year that when everyone sold them, they've turned up two weeks in a row, him and Fafita. <laughs> and people will be kicking themselves about it. He finished with 102. He's flipped the ghost, which 23, 32, 36, 38 to start the year. Everyone sold him, and now it's a 108 and a 102. Do you think you could still buy Katoni Stags? He's in the 400s, and he's not overly priced. He's not, he's not overpriced. Well, I think he had a negative break even, and he's versing the dogs next weekend. So who knows what well, that, that could be, either 30 or... 200 so yeah i mean knowing your luck you would get him and then he'd be back in 30s you know these are his 200s i don't, I, I won't be buying him but if you were one of those 19 percent that just said look i'm just going to keep him i know that tim moody was on the right on the precipice of selling him he's like no nah, i'm just going to hold him and i have faith that he will come good and he's done it in the last couple of weeks um and that's just probably look super coach is that kind of game sometimes you make a move i've sold for feeder you know, and everyone's like, oh, you're a dummy, Ado. He's tunned up the last two games. Well, I kept Homoli instead. 
I was going to sell one of them and I'm only scoring 90s. So I'm only losing 20 points overall. And I got to use David Fafita's money. So people are like, you're a dummy. Well, no, because I'm only losing 20 points. Yeah, saved a whole bunch of money. Um, the bad for me was Kikau. He's for 21.5% owned. You know, people took a punt on Kikau, but he is a yo-yo. And we've had some good scores this year, um, but, you know, it, whether you hold him, I don't know. But it started well the season, 87-87, then we had a 31, then we had an 82 again. So things were feeling probably pretty good for you as an owner there. The last couple of weeks, it's been a 40 and a 37. Um, he's going to have a nice big, you know, break even. Um, you know, he plays 13. If you, if you had to kick out now, would you sell him or would you just try to hold him to 13? He could be down really low in price, you know, with some more of these, you know, low scores. Well, kick out could be an easy downgrade option to Lolo. They're sort of around the same price. They're playing 13. And Lolo is dual, so I'd probably yeah. go with the meat and potatoes consistency. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, you'll get an 80 some, and an occasional 100 out of... Um, kick out but it'll all average out as 50 you know if lolo's heading up towards that 70 and he's got that handy jewel maybe that is a good move and yeah you're selling around 13 player and you get around 13 player um the ugly for me well i mean it was a bit hard to sort of find one in there but i put edwards he got the sin bin um he's 4.2 percent owned some people have taken him as a pod in the fullback position <laughs> 4.2. I would have thought he was 1%, but um, a 32 in there, not the greatest. Um, he's been pretty good this year. You know, a 77, 23 wasn't a good one. 74, 78, 61. And then we've got this 32. He's a pod, but I don't think he's going to get the scores that are ever going to get you ahead of the alternative. Probably Teddy. He's probably outscoring Teddy, isn't he, by now on average? Um, it was interesting to note there that Tessie knew um, got injured. Um, I'll go through my honourable mentions. Liam Martin, 93. Yo with an 87. He's, you know, been a nice pod for people this year for pretty solid scoring. Him and Murray, you know, they're just good, solid scorers. Uh, and Appy, he's still 19%. Oh, Nappy's pumped out an 80 this week, which is good. Um, Tessie knew out with an injury. My automatic thought was Cobo's going to get a bit of an uptick because he's going to be the fullback. But they're saying... Um, Tamari Martin is training at fullback, which I think is ridiculous. I mean, they say Cobo can't play fullback because he hasn't got the quite the motor yet, um, but he's a natural fullback. Well, Tamari's not. He's been playing six in the Reggies. He's come back from a long layoff. He hasn't got the motor to play fullback, I'm quite sure. Yeah, I wouldn't trust Kevy. You know, one week it's one thing, the other week's another. It's just a wait and see. Um, Cobo might, you know, bottom out in price by the time Kevy puts him at fullback. So that is the one to watch. Yeah. I mean, I think he had a, I think he's covered his BE this week with a 40 something, um, but it'll be nice if he does actually go out there and play fullback, even sometime at fullback, he'll get a chance to run and hopefully tackle break. Um, moving on to the next game, the Seagulls 26, the Titans 18, your good, bad and ugly. Uh, my good is probably Hamoli. He could have scored four tries, you know, now that Turbo's out, DC is giving him more ball, which is really good. And he's still a pot, I think. Yeah, 5.9%. Yep. Um, you know, I had good as Fafita. Well, you know, 120 points. You can't sneeze at that. Um, I've just got what a bastard. 
I sold him and he's turning up. Um, he's got too expensive again because, you know, he's covering his BE quite comfortably. So you can't get him back in now. But if you're one of those 25%, you were smarter than me because you held him. Well, I mean, I've kept Homoli and he's doing pretty well as well. But um, that was my good. Your bad? Yep. My bad is probably Fermor. Um, he was averaging, you know, around 60. And, you know, that left side, that attacking side of the Titans, you'd expect him to score more points, but it wasn't the case. Exactly. Um, I've put down, has he peaked and he's sellable? He's only just covered his BE now and he's gonna, you're going to start to lose the money that you've made. He's going to be my way to Cleary next week. He's done his job. He's been good. Um, but he's going to be my way. Uh, look, it's 36, 77, 89, 42, 39. So if it's not urgent. You'll get your 40 points safely. And if he gets a bit of attack, it'll go up to 70. But the problem is the Titans haven't been looking sensational in attack. Uh, look, I think he's peaked and I think he's definitely sellable. Um, you're ugly. Jason Saab. I mean, he could probably get down to enough price by the time Turbo comes back. <laughs> which is very, very interesting because um, I think he plays around 13. So by the time Turbo is back, you could probably try and pick up Saab and hopefully he falls over the line and makes all that catch that he's lost. Yeah, we t- I talked about that last week as a possible option. You know, you get him and take him as a flutter and play him on matchups when Turbo's back, just jam- jag him while the price is low. Um, my ugly was cooler. Um, it's not really... A- you know, were real terrible score. He's 48% owned, but I played him very confidently there after what I saw from him in the prior game. Uh, and I wasn't, you know, wasn't happy with the 34. Um, some honorable mentions. I had Hamoli. My honorable mention was Hamoli, rock solid, and he's getting good ball, 92. Tino. Um, Tino's 19% owned. They finished with a 77. I think that he's been sort of fading. And I think the people, the owners would have been very happy with that 77 from him. And Garrick, um, 5.9% owned 76. He's, I went in to have a look if he's been bleeding heaps of cash. And he hasn't actually bled as much as I'd thought, um, Garrick. So maybe you just go the old cut price, bottom price Saab, because <laughs> you can afford it. <laughs> Um, moving on to the Storm versus the Sharks. It was a good game. I think the score probably didn't, um, you know, show how close the game was for a long part of the game. 34 to 18. My good was Mulatalo and Talakai. I went in with two. Um, 2.9% owned Mulatalo. I floated some of these Sharks guys, Ramian, Mulatalo, uh, and Katoa because they play around 13 and their scoring has been fantastic. You know, the Sharks are improved this year. Um, Mulatalo, 125, 615 people traded him in. <laughs> so when you, you 615 that traded him in, um, got a 125. His scoring has been, you know, he started the year 13 and 41, so slow. Um, the Sharks got off to a bit of a slower start. They lost to the Raiders. Um, then he's gone 104, 87, 125. Oh, He's probably getting too expensive for you now to bring in, but that's the kind of moves you've got to, you got to find these diamonds in the rough. And he's been one of them. One of the ones I grabbed, who's the pop more popular sort of pick when he went to center uh, to the centers was Talakai 21.1% owned. He's one of my good things this week, 114 points. Um, the question is all the troops are back next week. We hear, you know, they're all back. Um, so do you think he's going to hold that center week spot? Um, you'd hope so for for super coach and for owners, you know, to get that center wing duality. But yeah, it's that's up to the coach to to see. 
yeah, past the, the got, Yeah, Kennedy and um, who's the other? Ikevalu are both back. So you'll know where the coach picks on form because he has been sensational out there. But he did mention in the um, – interview at the start of the game that he's versatile and you can put him in the, you know, he can play off the bench and play a lot of roles. So if that's the case, I think you might have one more week of a nice B that he'll cover um, and then you might have to move him on, but he's done a good job and he's gone. He's going to be up into the mid five hundreds, which has been, you know, great uh, work by Talakai. Um, my bad was Heinz. Um, we saw at the start of the show, the captains um, 47.9% owned 35 points. You know, I've, I wrote a note that he's got a tiny little bit of yo-yo about him. I guess that we've got to be reasonable. It was a hard matchup, wasn't it? Um, he's playing against yep. the Storm, but it's also his ex-team. Um, you know, it's just a question that I, you know, 70, 72, 101, 124, 44, uh, 117 or whatever, and then 35. So he's got a couple of low ones in there. I don't know if that's panic stations yet for Heinz. I think, you know, ideally you can have a Heinz and um, Cleary in the halves. You'll probably be in very good shape. Um, I don't think he's going to be necessarily a sell, but I think you've got to be prepared for some of these lower ones, um, unfortunately. King, I mentioned in bad as well, 43.9%. He's been sensational. He's been a sensational cheapie this year. Um, Is he done is the question. We've had a 41, a 51, an 85, a 56, a 69. Um, This is his lowest score of the year, Uh, a 31. A 31. he played in the prop rotation in there and he might be peaking in price. So in your, in my instance, I'm playing him as my second front rower. And I don't know if that's going to last long. You can get him across to a Lolo. He, he can use his money now, but I think he's really getting to the end of his money making and scoring. That's the thing. He was going up nicely in money and the score was acceptable, but this sort of, you know, worried me a little bit this week with the minutes um, and where they're playing, played him. Um, so, you know, maybe he's reaching his, you know, used by date. Um, the ugly was Coates, 39.4%. Um, you need Coates to be scoring um, tries. He's not an easy own. and He never will be an easy own because if there's no tries, it's going to be like this, 45, 60, 87 are the good times, but you've had a 15 and 18 in the last couple of weeks and he didn't actually make his BE this week. So you've officially lost some money on Coates there. Well, not from your starting price, but you have lost for the first time off Coates. Um, some honorable mentions in there were Munster, Grant, um, for me, rock solid. I know, um, you know, Cook has been scoring better um, than Grant, but I don't even have to look at Grant while he's scoring in the game. He just scores, you know, terrifically well. Um, and, you know, he gets an honorable mention. And Mad Dog. Mad Dog's been on uh, to start the year, hasn't he? Yeah, well, I went Manu to Mad Dog, so I'm kind of happy now. But, um, yeah, you know, contract season coming up, so I guess he's proving his stuff. Yeah, off the drink and he's looking slim. And uh, that's the thing, though, with the Storm. It seems like, um, you know, he'll be up for a couple of weeks and then next week, you know, because Hughes has been quiet. And then next week I can see that it's a Hughes game and then Munster will be quiet. And that's... When you've got a team of all these bloody awesome players, that's what happens. Um, all right, moving on to the Chooks versus the Warriors, 22 to 14. Your good, bad, and ugly. Uh, my good is uh, Daniel Tupu. He's been solid um, in the center winger. I've had him since the start. He's been averaging fairly well. Yep. Um, my bad was Teddy, obviously. Um, 
you know, it's panic stations where the owners have to sell or mm. hold. That's the tough one. Um, also, bad he's probably Crichton. Um, just a 48, you know. He was uh, dropped on the bench for form, but, you know, now that Butcher is being back into the rotation, prop rotation, you'd expect Crichton to, you know, get those attacking stats, but there hasn't been much of them, which has been bad. Yeah, they look a little clunky in attack, the old uh, Chooks. And I was hoping that, you know, he'd get a nice drop in price and then take his second spot, row spot back, and then you grab him. I just, I, and that still might be on the cards, but, yeah, it's not a huge score from him this week, that's for sure. Yep, and um, Joey Manu, you know, um, after he's, you know, back-to-back times, he goes and scores a 27, which will <laughs> obviously stinging new people that brought him in this week. Yeah, and look, Manu, he'll do that on games, you know, from time to time. In the centres, if he plays a conventional centre game in the centres, you know, he can score bad, bad. Um, and that's just one of those ones. Look, my bad was Teddy, obviously, at 57. And I think it's the big question moving into the next round is, do you keep running with Teddy? Um you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the go switch. You know, because there's no way that Teddy's gonna outscore um, Cleary, and they both go off to Origin. So you know, I'll have Hines there, who's useful. You know, and at the in the halfback position, and I don't know if he'll go on to Origin. So I'll have someone I can play. You know, in the Origin week as well. So it's not that hard of a choice for me, but it'll be a hard choice, I imagine. You know, for people, um, I had Walker as my good, um, six point five percent owned, eighty one from Young Walker. There started the year sort of average twenty four fifty nine forty one thirty five, but it's been good the last couple of weeks. Yeah, people held the faith. Um, eighty seven, eighty seven. He's going to be up over five hundred k now, and you kind of you were hoping to start with Walker and make him a. a you know, a, a block, you know, jumping block to Cleary. Um, it's 400K, you know, less than 400K now. Um, my ugly was Cleary. <laughs> I seem to mention him on the uglies a lot. Um, 9.7% owned still. So nobody's listening to me. Um, 29. He scores this year 37, 63, 19, 50, 14, 29. It stinks. You can't own him for Supercoach. Um, moving on. Uh, the Dragons versus the Knights, the good was Ponga. Uh, it's Ponga, all this contract stuff, and that they pulled their offers off him and stuff. He's turned up and played like he should play every week, really, being the guy that he is. Um, million dollar marquee signing, 122 points from him was good. I put a note there, you are patient, you Ponga owners. I've been saying to people, you can't own Ponga, but 3.2% still do. You got a 122, so congratulations. Um, look, there was no bads in there for me. Um, this week for scores, there was an ugly, though, and that's Amon, 16.9% still own Amon, and he's an AE nightmare. Um, I think, you know, we obviously, I ha- I was one of those ones that went with Moe Messier when he's out now, but it, there's no, it, you've still got that if you own Amon because he's just coming off the bench and getting limited minutes. Um, you've got to try to move him on. You've got Taff and you've got Suwali in there this week. I mean, obviously you want to see that Suwali's named again to go. I don't know what he scored this week, Suwali, off memory, but you've got to get rid of him own. Um, honorable mentions for me was Fear Guy, Max Fear Guy. He's, he's, he looks likely. I like to watch him. He seems like a bit of a, you know, he's got a bit, a bit to him as a footballer. I know he's got a, a good brother as well, a twin. Um 
but he scored 92 points this week, which was good. Clem was good. 94 saw him giving uh, Lomax a spray after the game for the old Frizzell <laughs> piggyback. Far out, Lomax is a bit of a douche. Um, anyway, uh, Gags, people are, you know have ridden a bit of a roller coaster with Gags. He had a ripping start to the year, then it's been rubbish ever since. He was back in uh, this week with an 89. He's 8.8% owned now. So, you know, some people held firm and, you you know, you'll take that 89 any day of the week. Suli was pretty good. I thought, it, oh, I just went to have a look at Suli because I was like, he looks sensational in this game. I think he might be high 90s and that was a 79. But I guess his last name's not Cleary. So he just gets his points that he's actually playing out there. Um, Frizzell was good with a 77. Um, and Randall with a 67 which is not bad. He's been playing bigger minutes the last couple of weeks because obviously um, they've had that, you know, the blonde haired guy on the bench as the reserve hooker. What's his name? But he started this week. Crossland. Yeah. So if Crossland starts again next week, you could probably get good minutes out of Randall again. I think while Matt Randall's looking like playing 80 minutes, you could probably play him in your 17s. Um, moving on to the last game, the Eels versus the Tigers. What a sensational game. Uh, it was, you know, you, I was looking at it. I was like, it's going to be 40 to nil or, or, or the Tigers will get up and it'll be a close one. And that's what we had. And what a nice moment for Hastings to kick the field goal to win. And what a nice moment for Tigers fans to get their first win of the season. I don't know if it's going to save Madge, but good, good times. Yeah. Tigers fans book your grand final tickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you good, bad and ugly. Um, good was uh, IPAP. Uh, he was due an attacking stat, and you know he scored an eighty-five with a try, which was really good. Um, Marnie as well. He was up and down. He scored eighty-three, which mm. you know burns me as a as a trader. But um, I still think it was a yeah, good trade. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Um, another honourable mention was probably Penasini on that left wing, um, sixty-three. You know we've just seen him as a right centre, but on that left wing, you know, it was good enough with no try to score 63. Um, Jackson Hastings, yeah, well, he's he's really, really good for the Tigers. He's been um, slated as, you know, he can't do this. You know, he's from the Super League. He can't score this. He can't score that. But he put on a masterclass, which was really awesome to see. Um, probably my bad is uh, Tuolangi uh, with a 41. Um, expected more of him, seeing as... Uh, Lucy did well. Um, and another one would probably be Gutho. You know, 56 with a try is pretty concerning. Yeah, and I mean, we're, we all criticise Teddy for, for, for 50s. Yeah, so Gutho's got to go in there as well. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Nofo turned back the clock with an 80. Um, you know, you can't own him, I don't think. You know, the Tigers, you wouldn't want to own any of them if you can help it. Uh, and looked, what was Tuolagi's um, BE? You know, that 41 isn't what you want. You want some 60s out of him to sort of kick his prices along. His break even was 24. So, you know, he's not a comfortable own um, at all, you know. But look, it was a good game to watch. That's the games as they were. We'll move on now to some questions I put out on the socials. You and I'll, you know, I'll put, put, pose a question to you and I'll jump in with my opinion on it as well. Um, when will Cleary hit his lowest price? Ooh, Cleary hit his lowest price. Um, probably around origin time. 
Yeah, Max, that's the thing with Cleary is, you know, we all had expectations this week that it was going to be a big loss and it's only a tiny loss. He's going to have, I think, a 90s be next week, which he could even cover his B and start making money again. I don't know. I think, you know, for me, I'm going to get this 50K reduction. I was considering Cleary at his highest price, but when I saw the start to the year, I was like, well, I might get him for 750 if I'm lucky. You know, you know I think he's got an achievable BE thanks to this big 150, you know. So, um, yeah, I don't know if he's going to go lower. He's going to probably stay eight in the eights upwards, you know, Bryce. He's a weapon. Uh, nice question here from Mikey from the old Supercoach Experience. Um, let's see what he's got. Uh, hey, Ado, is Firma looking like a potential cash out, time to sell, or is he a hold for the buy? Now I sort of half said my opinions on it. What's your opinion on Firma? Yeah, well, I'd probably look to sell him on unless he keeps um, scoring you know, consistently. The Titans, you know, they're rocks and diamonds. You know, one week they get good scores, another week they get bad scores. But yeah, I'd probably try and move firmer on to someone who can potentially make more cash around at the same price. Yeah, I think he. we got him in and we were, I don't know, there was talk of is he a potential keeper in the centre wing. If you pick, if you've got him in your center wing now, it's probably okay. You know, your Aiken types, your firmer types, but I don't know if I could hold him all the way to 13. It's not that important to me to get a 13, not as much as it is for me to cash in on the money that he's made due to his good start. So, you know, Mikey, I would probably, I'm going to sell him. I'm going to use him to get Cleary next week. I'm going to use his money to do something great with my team. And I'm going to get rid of a bum. Well, not a bum. He's a fantastic player. One of the greatest of all time, Teddy. But performance-wise for Supercoach, he's not doing it this year. So I want to get rid of him and I'm going to get Cleary thanks to Fermor. Um, what do I think the pass score is for the week? Um, Sam, I think it's about 1,100 to about 11. You think it's 1,100 or am I going too high? I think it's 1,100. Yeah, well, I have a couple of uh, 1,100s. I think uh, 1,200 is probably the upper echelon score. Yeah. So, Yep. Yeah, I agree. agree. Um, a question here from Paulie. Would you trade Heinz slash Pappy um, to get Cleary? Yeah, I'd probably go with Pappy. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the photo of that ankle, but that ankle looks really bad. Um, yeah, it's a wait and see with Pappy. If he gets named uh, this week, potentially keep. But um, yeah, that, that ankle could be the pathway to Cleary. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I saw him on the old, you know, on the TV there going to the golf day and that. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But, I mean, if he was out for a week or two, you know, you could maybe pull the trigger on it. Um, Hines, kind of, I want to finish my year with Hines and Cleary, you know, and Paps ideally, um, and probably I'll get Turbo. That's what my plans are. So I don't want to be selling a whole bunch of these ones that I'm hoping to have for the end of the year. Um, and look, you know, Paps, you know, and Hines, you know, I don't know if they're both walk-up starts to origin as well. You know, probably Paps is ahead of Hines, you'd think, wouldn't you? Yep. Uh, so, yeah, look, wait and see the news on Paps. But for me, um, I'm selling Teddy. You know, I, I feel no problem selling Teddy. I would feel nervous selling Paps if he was named and he was playing. Um, and, and Hines as well. Um, but, he, you know, Hines has shown that he has a low one in him. Um, Noah, uh, when trading out Teddy Hines to fullback? Yeah, if you get Taff, that'll be good. Um, interchangeable, both of them. 
Yeah, I, I, I could run. I could run times at um, fullback, depending on what kind of halfback you're trying to get. Yeah, I think it's a fine move. I mean, we saw, I don't think you're going to get big hundreds out of Taft, but he's going to continue to make money. And if you can score 60s, that's perfectly fine. And you're going to get huge money selling a Teddy down to a Taft. Um, you know, so yeah, or and and it, that's it. It's half, it can be in your half back in your, or sorry, in your full back, and then you can interchange it with Hines if you've got Hines up there in the half back spot. But if that's what I'm going to be doing this week because I can't do it nice and simple by going Teddy down to um, Taff and then um, Ilias up to Cleary, I can't do that. But if I could, that's what I would do happily. Um, all right, moving on to Martin. I can't sell Teddy. I already sold Stags and David Fafita. I'm now contemplating um, buying Stags. <laughs> so talk to talk to Max. Is that his name? Martin. Can he sell yeah, Martin, Teddy? Because but... the first first couple of sells, I look. I sold um, I sold Fafita, and it burns. But if you've sold if you'd sold Stags and you'd sold Fafita, are you? Do you think that it's going to just curse you into Teddy ripping the ripping heads off and pressing the go switch now? Yeah, well, I wouldn't be chasing chasing points. I'd be trying to get my trades in order and try and save a couple of trades in when the run gets harder throughout the end of the season. Yeah, look, I, I wrote that question when I wrote about Stags. Can you buy him? Now, you know, look, I think the last two weeks have been great with Stags and he looks like a completely different player than when he started the year. Can I bank on the fact that he's going to stay motivated like that moving forward and up against all opposition? I mean, they've been up against great opposition and he's done it, which is really a, a big tick. I mean, what was going on at the start of the year? It just seems like this in this game, I watched them. They were like, get the ball to him, get it to him early. And he does his thing when he gets the ball early. So it's not the worst idea in the world to buy stags. He's the kind of one that we've seen the last couple of weeks. He can go a ton, but you could even, you know, I can't sell Teddy because I sold for feeder and stags. You know, imagine if you sold Teddy and he went off and then you brought back in stags and you got a 30, you know, you'd be, you'd be mighty miffed. Uh, Martin. Yeah. Uh, Sonny is asking a question. Josh King, Max King, and Firma all upgrade into a or a season long hold. So let's tackle it. Josh King, do you think that he he's not going to be a season long hold? He's probably getting himself to the point of sell, isn't he? Yeah, ideally you'd want a couple of more price rises for King before you get to a premium. Yep. That's the thing. He's not an um, urgent sell. Yeah. He's not an urgent sell. And I would say the same on Max King too. I think he scores very well off the bench with his minutes. And as long you just look at the BE, when it looks like they're going to lose money, pull the trigger then, you know, I think that they're okay. I think Furmore, um, he's, you know, he's getting close as well for me. I'm going to get him, get rid of him next week. And I don't think any of them to me look like they're season long holds. Um, what's my super coach team name? Rapanarama, like Bananarama. It's Rapanarama this year. Uh, so there you go. That's the answer to that question. Would you buy Stags back if you sold him? I think we've covered that. Or would you buy Lomax? Um, I probably at the moment would probably buy Stags ahead of Lomax. I'll probably buy Graham ahead of both of them uh, from the Rabbitohs. Um, but 
you know, Lomax is pretty good. He kicks goals and he scores quite consistently. But um, would I buy Stags back? You know, it's not the worst idea. We just got to be, you got to be prepared for it to be a risky endeavor that doesn't pay off. Um, Teddy to Cleary, the most obvious trades this week for Alex. I think it is. And I think I'm going to do it. Um, Is it time to trade out Furmore for Hamole? I mean, that's that's Um, a bad old um, trade on the surface to me. Yeah, well, I like it. Um, You're trading out a round. Do the Titans play the first buy? I think they do. Yeah, because I went over it last week and I said no one interests me over there unless I held firm or. Um, yeah, well, um, yeah, I'd be happy with that. You know, trading a buy player for a buy player. Um, Hamole looks the goods. I mean, he was in everything last week. Still low owned. Um, yeah, that's a that's a good trade. Yeah, I think he. I think Furmore is Hamole is a nice upgrade. I think he's you know twenty points better. You know, I think you'll see over the course of the year. Um, do I think Talakai holds center wing next week? I can't answer it for you. All I know is that Kennedy and Ikavala were back. I hear Wade Graham is uh, you know on the cusp as well. He has been absolutely bloody sensational there. So look, he's going to have a nice low break even. So he's, you're not going to need to move him on. That's for sure. Um, and do I think he holds next week? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I can't answer it. Um, is Randall a play in your 17 now? What do you think? Um, if he's getting 80 minutes, uh, yes. Um, he's a tackle bot. You know, he, if Crossland, you know, keeps playing in the, in the halves, yeah, I, I think Randall is a play. Yeah, exactly. I think while he's playing 80, you'll get 60 out of him, you know, most weeks. Uh, you know, I know that that injury it was a meniscus, wasn't it? So maybe Crossland continues to be named um, in the halves. And if that's the case, I think you can quite safely put an R on him and get a safe 60. Um, can we say that Lolo's back now? I think we can. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, I'm having doubts that Hines is as good as we think he is. <laughs> what do you have to say to that person? Um. Yeah, well, he's been doing good for Cronulla. You know, he's the chief playmaker. He's got the goal kicking. Um, yeah, just stick it out and just ride the roller coaster with Hines. Yeah, that's right. I mean, if you if you take out those couple of low games in him, his average is still sensational. It's sensational. So, you, you know, he's playing the Melbourne Storm, who used to be his old team. So maybe don't panic. And you, you've got to have other things in your team that are much more pressing issues. He is as good as we think because he he's done more. He's exceeded our expectations up until this point. Um, who do we pair um, Pappy up with? I currently have Teddy. I think, you know, with the way that... Some of the bigger names like Teddy have been performing. You know, some people go with Gutho. There are alternatives. And at the moment, and while there's no turbo there and Teddy's not firing, I think you can get a little bit creative there with a Pappy. You can go a Taff if it gets you a premium upgrade in the halfback position like Cleary, which is what I'm going to do this week. It doesn't mean that Teddy's not going to burn you because the logical thing was Teddy and Paps are the best. We thought that at the start of the year and, you know, on the Pappy front, it hasn't, you know, it hasn't disappointed. But Teddy, his average, I think, is going to be fifties, and so it's not a, uh, it's not an average so far this year that's going to burn you. 
but potentially it could. You could sell him now and start seeing what, you know, these David Fafita owners, people who sold him, where he tons up two weeks in a row. That's very possible. Um, But I, I don't think you need to pair him exclusively with anyone right now. You can play a little around with that second spot. Yeah, I agree. You know, with the duality, there's always extra space to play around with. Yeah, and someone like Taff, who's that halfback, fullback, and if you're a Heinz owner, it's just you've got some interchangeability in there, which is handy. So I don't think it's essential for you to, you know, to look. I mean, in the past, people always say, oh, can I go this cheapy second fullback option? And I say to them, no good. Don't muck around in center, so in your fullback position, because it's your risky business. But this year, I think it's a little bit different. I really feel like stacking. I mean, Kando's idea of you know two gun hookers because there's two obvious gun hookers and four gun halves seems to really make sense this year. Um, Clem, it's been absolutely sensational to have you on the show and talk a little bit of Super Coach. Um, hopefully we can get you back on later on in the year. How are you traveling in the old BJ on game day uh, comps you're in? Yeah, well, I'm going, going all right. Um, the boys are a challenge, you know, as you know. Um, but yeah, you know, thanks for having me on and uh, hopefully we can do this again soon in the future. Yeah, for sure. I think I got dusted by 200 in the beach. Someone scored a big 1300 monster. So, you know, but I'm going to be on the BG on game day show tomorrow because I'm filling in for Brent. Um, so I'll see you alive on the program tomorrow. Thanks for coming on, Clem. I've done a song. You'll have to listen back for it. Thanks, Edo. Thanks, mate. Baby back, ayy, couple racks, ayy, couple Grammys on him, couple plaques, ayy, that's a fact, ayy, throw it back, ayy, throw it back, ayy, and this one is for the champion, I ain't lost since I began, funny how you said it was the year, then I went did it again, yeah. I told you long ago on the road, I got what they waiting for. I'll run from nothing, dog. Get your souls, tell them I ain't laying low. You was never really rooting for me anyway. When I'm back up at the top, I wanna hear you say, He run from nothing, dog. Get your soul, just tell them that the break is over.